0: Blog Talk Radio I stroll through the pictures What I've left behind intertwined The memories living In my mind I know tomorrow Cause that's the will come Good evening and welcome everybody to the NASCAR Stop Child Abuse Now radio show. That's Stop Child Abuse Now, which is abbreviated SCAN, S C A N. And this is scan number 3037. And like all our shows, it'll be archived on our website. So if you miss part of it, you can always go back and listen again. The website I'm talking about is the NASCA website. NASCA stands for the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. NASCA is a nonprofit 501c3, and I'm going to read the mission statement of NASCA. We have a single purpose at NASCA, to address issues related to childhood abuse and trauma, including sexual assault, violent or physical abuse, emotional traumas, and neglect. And we do so with only two goals. One, educating the public, especially as related to helping society get over its taboo of discussing childhood sexual abuse csa presenting facts showing child abuse to be a pandemic worldwide problem that affects everyone and two offering hope and healing through numerous paths providing many services to adult survivors of child abuse and information for anyone interested in the many issues involving prevention, intervention, and recovery. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have a a question and answer discussion show using an open mic forum. And you are invited to call in and join us tonight. The call-in number is six four six five nine five two one one. Call in any time during our show to become a participant in our conversation and to ask a question if you want to. So on our Survivor Professional Nights, we feature a co-host who will field topics brought to the episode by you, the listener. Tonight's special guest is Pastor Deborah Schleit, who grew up all over the world in a military family where her mother was mentally ill, and she is now a survivor professional. Living in Penascola, Florida, she's trained in ministry, mental health, working with substance abuse, and is a trauma-informed social worker all in one. She volunteers with many community organizations. Pastor Deborah says she can, quote, minister by text, phone, Skype, in person, and however the Lord directs her, 24-7, unquote. She teaches that humans have three parts, being a spirit, soul, and the physical body, and believes that all three parts are important. And that each area needs care. Okay, and with that, I will say hi, Pastor Deborah. I want to also say hi to our co-host Darlene. She's here also, but I'm going to turn it over to you, Pastor Deborah, and, and tell us about your topic for tonight.
1: Hello, Miss Annie. Hi. Uh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Um, what I, I prayed about what I should talk about, and what came up was, it came from a movie I was watching, uh, some time ago, it was, and it's, it had to do with helping people, and, uh, this one person in it said that some people are blinded by the past, and therefore they cannot show a future to others. And sometimes when you've had some issues, you know, in your life, whatever they are, a lot of times we stay living in that and we stay in that identity and we stay there. And uh, for a lot of victims of sexual abuse, human trafficking, whatever it is, they stay there. And they're not able to show, say, other people or even see it themselves that there could be something different for themselves or that there could be a different future for themselves other than what they've lived. And that's one of, when you're in the helping profession uh, or you're an advocate for something or something, we'll say child abuse, You've got to be able to show people there is a future. You can be different. The way you think you are now, the way, um, you know, uh, you believe you are, what happened to you. Yes, it happened. We're not going to deny that. And yes, it did bad things. And um, I guess one of the best ways I look at it is if you broke your arm, However you broke your arm You had a bad thing happen to your arm It hurt It wasn't what you wanted It gets a cast on it And then it takes time to heal And usually Most of the time after you take your cast off I've never had a broken bone The arm might have shrunk some of the muscle It's weak and it has to work out to get strong again And so a lot What's sad is our bones heal, but it doesn't seem like our mind, our feelings, our beliefs can get the same type of healing. So what I wanted to talk about is how that some people who have been sexually abused, not all of them, they tend to live in the past. And somebody who is going through it, who just came out of it, they need for to see a future. That what they missed or what they uh, couldn't do because of the abuse or something. But there is a future, and our job, we'll say, as advocates or helping people, is to show them there is a future. Uh, there's something different out there for them. Might take some work to get there, like which you say, a broken arm. Uh, You know, you have to re-exercise it, maybe uh, add more protein to your diet, maybe do some arm exercises to strengthen the muscles after it's been broken. And um, so that's what I wanted to bring up uh, about some people live in the past. They're blinded by it. That's all they can see and um and they can't see a future for themselves in any other way, so that was what I was going to talk about so, but if you guys want to talk about something else, that's fine too. If you want to ask questions about anything that's also fine. So I'll turn it back to you all right thank you, thank you. I think
0: that's a very wonderful topic. I think it's very important also. Um, and I would like to comment on that topic. But before I do, I want to give the phone number again to anybody who wants to call in and address this idea of there is a future and how we need as advocates to let people know that. The phone number is 646-595-2118. Okay, and I wanted to to address the idea of there is a future um i I spent many years in an organization in which people who had survived childhood sexual abuse spoke with each other confidentially and um, and I remember clearly hearing someone talk, someone who had already come a long way in recovery and was feeling much better. And I remember thinking, well, they can't really have been like I am. You know, they can't really have ever been as broken up and downhearted and destroyed as I am because look at them now. I just didn't believe it. I I did not believe it. But now I am that survivor who is doing well, and I like to be an example to other people that, yeah, you really can get through it and you can fight your way into a happier life. You really, really can. And that's what I'm, I'm going to say right now about that, and I'm going to ask Darlene if she would like to participate in this discussion. Darlene.
2: Hi, yes. Um, Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. One thing uh, I want to comment about that is back when I first started the memories uh, of the things happening, it seemed like it was too much because it seemed like so much information was trying to race through my brain. And so I really did not see a future. I really thought... um, that it was darkness, and I was thinking, why am I still alive when all there is is evil, darkness, despair, hate, all this, all this other kind of bad stuff? Even though I was a Christian, I was already giving up uh, because it seemed like uh, no matter who I told or trusted, like even my spouse, or and but the police wouldn't do that when my spouse beat me when I was remembering some of this stuff and. And the church said it's best to let him kill me. So I was really in despair and giving up because it seemed like no matter where I went, you know, I was not getting the support I needed. And at that point I was still blaming myself for what these perpetrators had done to me. So it was kind I was kinda like in a stigma point until I really finally